Lessons of Life, and today we're going to look at Isaiah, it's chapter 46, verse 10, and it states, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my right hand. This is the most um, bookmarked verse in the Bible for the year 2020, the year of COVID, when people were in a lot of fear. Fear not, for I am with you. God is always with you. He's in your heart. And it's good for you to say it often. And it, you know, God's with me right now. It's all good. God is an ever-present help. You know, he's here right now. <laughs> God is in all men. You are walking in the consciousness of God. You're in his mind. He's thinking of you. He loves you. You call on him. Fear not. There's nothing to fear. For I am with you. God is in your heart. Be not dismayed. Don't be worried. For I am your God. He's in your heart. He's right there protecting you. He's with you. I will strengthen you. He'll make you strong if you need that. I will help you. He'll always help you. He always says yes. I will help uphold you with my victorious right hand. God is spirit. There's nothing that can beat God. He's always victorious. He will help you. I will help you. It says so right there. You know, and... Most people would deny that, so they don't get any help. You know, you get what, what you think. You're learning how to think. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. They like to, you know, certain groups, Nebelites, I call them, you know, march around saying, I am God, I am God. Don't forget, remember, you're God. You're not God. You're God's child, and that's pretty darn good, okay? You're never going to be God. God's God. He's the Father. He's in your heart. Once you've grown up and you know how to think, you receive the promise. And that means he detaches himself from you, takes you to El Shaddai. You answer the question, and now you come down here thinking for yourself. Okay? You don't, you don't need him to think for you anymore. He's there with you, but he's resting. He's a, He's had a tough six days. It's now the seventh day with you and him. Okay? He knows you, you're going to go out there and spread the word. and Whatever you say is going to come from your heart, which comes from him. And he knows that. You speak directly to God when you realize this. And you speak for God once you receive the promise. You're the word come to life. Okay, God doesn't understand words, but you're the word that comes to life. So you are the one who speaks for him. Okay, because he doesn't speak words, but you can say exactly what he, 
is saying and meaning and everything else because imagination is the great translator. He translates it all for you. You know, and you get out there and you just start talking and you're not worried about it. You got the Lord going with you. You got imagine that they're all cruising around there saying, say this, say that, you know, don't mention this. You know. It's just you're in the flow and in the groove and it's just going, you know, you're not thinking about what you're saying. You're just saying it. And it's wonderful. It's wonderful to get to that point where you don't have to watch thoughts anymore, you know, and you know it's all good. But granted, you know, when there is a hiccup, you know immediately, you judge something. Because <laughs> that's what it is. Your judgment's staring you in the face. And this was the most popular and most bookmarked because so many people were in fear. So they're returning to the Lord and reading this and hopefully getting some kind of peace from it. You know, you don't have anything to fear because it's all God. It's man making up stories, you know, and to scare each other. They don't know any better, okay? And that's where this COVID and they're acting like COVID's forever, you know, and you're going to have to get booster shots, and oh God, we've got a new strain, and blah, 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 blah. Well, here's a newsflash for you. It all comes from the common cold, and that's, you know, indicative of each person. Each person gets a different kind of cold, and you can handle it. Trust me. Okay, it's God. He's not going to bother you if you know that. <laughs> I know. I know from experience that stuff is not going to bother you. And the Bible tells you this over and over. Believe in God, love God, trust in God, and the pestilence of the land doesn't bother you. The famine of the land doesn't bother you. None of that bothers you. You are still going to live a good, prosperous, abundant, rich, fulfilling life filled with beauty because you believe in God. So life, and that's all of life, will be expressed through you. So it's about understanding that. It doesn't matter what's going on on the outside. You will always live a wonderful, gorgeous, wonderful life. No matter if, you know, like the Bible says that, you know, Solomon and and the kings that came after him were destroyed and people got dragged off to Syria and then they got dragged off to Babylon and God told the prophets, you know, you tell them, y'all believe in God, trust in God, it's all going to be good. You think well of wherever you are, okay? And the, and the story of Job clarifies that. It's all God, but it's not for you to judge. <laughs> So you don't judge the leaders and you don't judge what's going on on the outside world because that's humanity. That's humanity's imagination. You worry about your imagination and your world. And if each person in the world did this, there would be no more conflict in the world. It would be in utter unity, harmony, and love. There would be nothing but understanding amongst all of us. You know, but 
you have to get your house right and then it ripples out you know and, and you then you start you know dealing with the things that come into your consciousness that you don't want you know and that come from the humanity's imagination and that's what you're being flooded with at this time we're all becoming connected through the internet and we can all you know throw our opinions out there in a heartbeat and you can clearly see now that you know it's all an opinion there's no real news uh, even the weather isn't news because it's wrong half the time you know uh, they've been intimating that there are going to be attacks on capitals and all this other stuff you know that was their wishful thinking that they could grab somebody and beat on them nobody showed up to do it you know humanity's learning okay and anyone who's come to these laws has been studying them for a while is is kind of beyond that but there's things that will come into their consciousness that they really don't know what to do with because it's everywhere and covid's one of those okay and and you just have to know it's god and somehow it's bringing you your good you know all of it all of this is bringing you your good somehow somehow covid is bringing me my good i don't know how but it is you know and you'd be surprised families that thought they would never see each other getting together again special persons that thought they were never going to see each other getting together again you know it, people becoming imaginative and creative and and doing all kinds of wonderful things like orchestras via zoom you know it, it's really neat the things we can come up with you know but in the end we are social creatures we are thoughts we are neurons inside the one man's head so you got to get out there and you know get it on with the other people and that's where it becomes confusing you know because most of the other people are you know in objective land and that's okay you can just watch them and love on them and think they're wonderful you know and maybe there's a story you like and and you see this girl and she's she's a really good actress you know i think i'd like to produce this you know i'm going to produce this and i'm going to have her star in it you know <laughs> next thing you know you're you're becoming a movie producer it's wonderful you know you just never know and and that was your real dream all along you know and then there you go here you go <laughs> but when you're um stuck and worried for example uh, a lot of people were worried about getting evicted so the cdc exceeded its authority and did a moratorium on evictions and made it nationwide and it, it, they just said everybody went way beyond their authority you know but that saved a lot of people over the last year while they wrangled in court on whether it was constitutional or not whether they they had the power to do that so 
you know, in the meantime, now there's vaccines, people getting back to work, and, you know, now they've said it's no longer, you know, that's not constitutional, struck it down. But that year that it was needed, you know, for these people who were crying out, scared and worried, and God saved me. Well, he did, didn't he? You know, it doesn't matter that she exceeded her authority and all that other stuff. That all got worked out in the end. What mattered was somebody's prayer got answered. Okay? And how that happens isn't for us to judge. Yes, it was unconstitutional, but I'm not going to wring my hands about it. You know, that got, just, you know, it was pretty obvious it was unconstitutional, and, and it was pretty obvious it would get worked out. But in the meanwhile, other people had some real relief, you know, from this nightmare that was staring at them because they turned to God, all right, and he saved them. And most people won't put two to two together. You know, just like they don't put, you know, two to two together when it comes to judging. You know, you judge somebody and then something happens that you don't like. And I guarantee you it was because you judged in some way. Whatever happened to you is linked somehow to your judgment. And, man, get in that bathroom, run to your special place and forgive, 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 forgive. Okay, <laughs> and it'll all work out perfectly, and, and it'll be like, you know, yeah, it happened, but it wasn't that bad. <laughs> In fact, it was, it was pretty good. It worked out great, you know. I, I really wanted to, to do this, and now I am, you know, so you just never know how it's going to uh, take you, but you trust in God that, it, that he's taking you there. He is. And I'll give you an example. And I didn't know these laws then, so let me make a, you know, a caveat about that. But I was young and had my first car, and I had worked very hard to save my money to get that car. I paid for that car cash. And it was a, it was a Chevy Monza, and I loved my Chevy Monza. But then my Chevy Monza started leaking um, uh, antifreeze in the passenger side floor and I took it to AJ Foyt Chevrolet where I had bought it and it was still under warning and uh, they called me like three days later come pick it up and I went right back to that shop manager and said what part of what made you think this car was fixed you know, and he goes, well, it is fixed. I said, no, it's not. The antifreeze is still on the bottom of the passenger side. You know, it's leaking. No, we fixed that. No, it's leaking right now. Want to come see? You know, well, don't talk to me like that, young lady. And I was like, I got news flash for you, buddy. My money is good as everybody's else. I'm the customer. Now, you may not like it that I'm 18 and you're 50, but that's just the way it is. And you're the one who called me and told me my car was fixed when it obviously is not. So if you gave this kind of customer service to A.J. Foyt on the racetrack, well, no wonder he loses his races. You know, and he got all huffy. I went into the dealership 
and rang, rang, rang. They said, okay, yes, we're going to fix it. So, you know, four or five days later, they call me, come get it. So I go get it, and I was meeting my dad at the railhead for dinner, and I get to the railhead, and my dad and I had been talking, you know, and he was telling me, well, you know, there's a Chevrolet um, regional manager that you can call. And uh, I said, okay, okay, just give me the number and stuff at dinner. So I park, and I'm upset because the antifreeze is coming down into my passenger floor. I have no idea if my car is going to burn up. You know, I slammed my car door and said, that damn A.J. Foyt, they just can't fix the thing. You know, and two men were getting out of a car a couple of spaces over. And I noticed they were checking me out, you know. And I went ahead and walked in. And uh, the two gentlemen were right behind me. And I was looking for my dad at the bar. We were going to meet at the bar. And then go sit down for dinner. And so he wasn't there. So I went and sat at the bar. And the two gentlemen came over there. And we started um, talking. They said, you look like you were having a hard time with your car there. And I said, yes, yes, I've been trying to get it repaired. And it's just not happening. You know, and then my dad came in. And he was giving me a hug and kiss. And my dad and I would play this game when we were out with the strangers. I was the woman he lived with, which was true. But I was his daughter, which we didn't share that information. So he would say, oh, who are these two guys? And I'd say, well, this, I said, I really don't know. We just met, you know, and we were just getting ready to introduce ourselves. Uh, I'm Rita, and this is my father, you know, and this is Frank. And then uh, they introduced themselves, and my dad said, oh, what, you're the Chevrolet manager over this region, aren't you? I was just going to call you about her car. <laughs> He's like, really? And that, and this time my father divulged he was my father. He goes, yes, this is my daughter and she's been trying to get assistance and she shouldn't need me to help her. And they're ignoring her and they're not fixing her car. And she paid cash for her car and it's under warranty. And there's no reason why it shouldn't get fixed. And he was like, well, I agree. You know, why don't you bring your car to this dealership? And he gives me a card. He goes, why don't you bring it Monday? And we'll just put a new engine in your car for you. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. You know, yay. You know, and the little Chevy Monzas were those aluminum engines. And they didn't, they would overheat and warp is what was happening. I was so happy. I was getting my car fixed, getting a new engine, you know, and I had only thought about calling that man for a little bit, and there he was, showed up at the dinner. My dad had been thinking about him, so, you know, it was, uh, what my dad would say was very synchronistic, but as we learn, as we walk through this journey, Anything that's synchronistic coincides with your imagination. So it's really great. So understand, it, uncertainty causes fear. That's a human thing. 
So when you feel that uncertainty creeping up and that fear starting to talk in your ear, no, 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 no. God is with me. He's with me right now. He's my best friend. He's my lover. He gives me everything. God always hears me. And he always says yes. He's right here with me. I'm safe and sound. I'm walking in the conscience of the God. And it's beautiful. Yes, so beautiful. <laughs> Off you go, thinking about God. Trust me, nothing will bother you. Nothing can hurt you. Neville Goddard was quite right. If you live in bliss, not a thing can happen to you. Nothing. So I hope this helps. Blessings to you. And thank you. Thank you for being you.